Welcome to the Stoic Fatherhood Podcast. This is Chance Hood. Today I'm introducing you to another philosopher of the past, Epictetus. Epictetus was born around 50 AD in what is now southwest Turkey. He was born a slave but freed later in life in his 30s. And he taught philosophy in Rome until the Roman emperor Domitius banished all philosophers from Rome. He was known to have spent a lot of his life in sickness. He was physically weak for much of his life and you can see that come out in some of his writings. If not for one of his disciples who recorded his teachings in two books, we may never have known of him or his ideas as he never wrote a work of his own. The works of Epictetus focus almost exclusively on ethics and virtuous living. One of these works is titled Enchiridion, which translates to manual, and I'll be borrowing from the first chapter today. Quote, Of things some are in our power and others are not. In our power are opinion, movement toward a thing, desire, aversion, and in a word, whatever are our own acts. Not in our power are the body, property, reputation, offices, and in a word, whatever are not our own acts. End quote. Now I hope you're the kind of man who sets lofty goals for himself, because this is a tough one. Epictetus is guiding us to a more manageable approach to life. He is asking us to draw a hard line and separate our life into two categories, literally partition all things into one of two categories, things we control and things we do not control. The name of this episode is spoon or fork, and that's a play on an older saying to apply the fork. It means to choose what deserves your attention and care in your life the same way you use a fork on a plate. Choose exactly what you want to have in this bite and the next. So, you have two choices in life. One, eat with a spoon. Shovel the contents of your plate in your mouth. The analogy reads, where everything that happens around you impacts you personally. You just digest it all. Or, two, eat with a fork, where you purposefully choose what gets your attention and emotional labor. Now, as I said before, this is a tough one. Humans take things personally. When a tragedy occurs close to us but we are spared, we like to think there's a reason for that. Maybe God or maybe fate. It's difficult to admit most things just happen with no regard for the individuals involved. Let's take an everyday example. You're home and you're online, doing something important to you. Maybe reading articles or playing an online game, or maybe you're just streaming a movie and the internet goes out. It's so easy to view this as, my internet just went out, and then have an emotional response. Now, if you live alone, the only outcome to this emotional outburst would be your internal well-being, which the Stoics thought a lot about. But you're a dad. You're rarely alone. Now that emotional outburst, that waste of emotional labor, has a broader impact. Your son or daughter is learning from you how to behave. Oh, something didn't go my way? What should I do? Dad yells. Dad hits things. Or maybe, dad is just in a sour mood for the next hour. That one hits kind of close to home for me. Is that the lesson you want your child to learn from you? You've heard me say it before, and you'll hear me say it again in this podcast. Do as I say, and not as I do, is not a viable parenting option. You are showing them the way, whether you mean to or not. So going back to the text, and I'm paraphrasing slightly here. Quote, Remember then, that if you think the things which are by nature not in your control, in your control, you will be hindered. You will lament. You'll be disturbed, and you'll blame both gods and men. But... If you think that what is another's, as it really is belonging to another, 
no man will hinder you. You will blame no man. You will have no enemy, for you will not suffer any harm. End quote. Years back, I was, for lack of a better word, inspired by a speech of a college football coach, Will Muschamp, when he was fired from his head coaching position at Florida. He talks about the lessons he hopes his players would take on his firing. So he didn't win many games that season, and as a result, he was let go. He talks about the need to produce. And I'm going to play a piece of that speech now. A great example in life. You can work really hard, and you can be really diligent in what you do, but you got to have results in life, whether you're in the business world, whether you're in the coaching profession. It really doesn't matter. you got to produce. So, you know, it's kind of like players tell me all the time, well, I'm trying hard. Well, I know, but you're not producing, so we got to go with somebody else. So that's kind of the message I had. And let's learn a lesson from it and understand you got to you got to produce. Like if you're a salesman, you got to sell. You know, if you're a football coach, you need to win. So that's the bottom line. Now, we can admit there is truth in what he is saying, because there is. Whether you're an athlete or a retail manager, you are responsible for the product you put out. Fair enough. But the question is, is that the best lesson to be drawn from the situation? I think not. Remember in the intro to this series when I spoke about the kind of software you have running in your mind? Now, even if we can admit that what Coach Muschamp is saying is true, the question is, is that the software we want running in our mind uh, day to day? So let me give you another example. Um, there's around 35,000 deaths in this country every year from car accidents. So that's a true statement. But every time we get in the car with our kids, do we want that fact resonating loudly in our consciousness? Or do we want the things that we can control resonating in our consciousness? Making sure everyone's buckled up. Making sure we drive the speed limit. Making sure our hands are at 10 and 2. Making sure we don't take our eyes off the road. Those are the things in our control. And those are the things we should be focusing on. And that's a little analogy of how I think we should think about this lesson. Yes, you have to produce when it's time to produce. Um, but execution relies on so many things that's outside of your control. And that's sort of the lesson that we're wanting to provide our kids um, with this episode. There's a classic stoic example of this called the archer. The archer can take the correct stance, aim perfectly, and release the arrow perfectly. But anything can happen after that. The string could break, or the target could move, or the wind could blow. If the archer concerns himself with only what he controls, none of the external events should impact him. It is the effort put forth, the will, the intent, the preparation that matters. If you only chase after things that are out of your control, you will be a slave to the whims of fate. Coach Muschamp could have handled his situation in a more stoic way and held himself and his players on the pedestal of success. Okay, I told you this is a lofty goal. When I was in high school, basketball meant everything to me. I didn't play other sports, so I could be in the gym every night. I remember very few losses in which I didn't cry. I had the wrong software running. It was all about winning, and many times, especially a team sport, that is not in your control. I wish I could have found success in the preparation and the will to succeed that was there in full force. So you can share the, the story of the archer with your child, if that's uh, age-appropriate. Um, and there's another version of this idea uh, that some of you may have heard before, and it's a great way to introduce this idea to your child. Uh, it's called the circle of control. Now, I encourage you to actually sit down with paper or board and draw this out when you share it with your children one day, but you'll have to use your imagination now. So imagine drawing a smallish circle in the middle of the paper 
and writing the word control in it. This represents everything in your life that you control. Now draw a slightly larger circle around it and write influence in this circle. These are the things in your life you don't control, but you can influence. And then everything outside of that circle you cannot control or even influence. So, the question is, how much of your time and energy should be spent on what is outside of those circles? I was an adult when this idea was first put in front of me, but I have to believe it would have been valuable to me as a younger person as well. So let's get to our intention for the week. What is something that's out of your control and influence, yet it plays a role in your emotional life? And we'll revisit the difficult task of partitioning your child's behavior in this way. So for this intention, let's keep this thing something other than relating to your child. And keep in mind, if it plays a role in your emotional life, it certainly plays a role in your child's life as well. Does the pleasantness of your Sunday evening rely on which team won that day? Do your Monday and Tuesday evenings with your kids go good or bad based on what your boss said to you at work? Do you control what your boss does? No. I want you to find something in your life that you have no control over and admit to yourself you have no control over it. And if you have no control over it, it should not impact you or your family in a negative way. We want to eat with a fork, not a spoon. Feel the freedom of releasing the burden you're holding on to. You control how you want to interact with the world, and you teach your child how to interact with that world. Change your outlook on one thing in your life and become a better father instantly by stewarding them in that same direction. Show them it's possible to stay positive and steadfast even in the face of a hard day. Imagine how much easier your life would have been if your dad had given you this gift of perspective. Only concern yourself with things you control. I hope something came to mind for you during this episode that you can now set your intention on this week. But if not, I encourage you to wait five or ten minutes before playing the next podcast or listening to music and search your life in silence. Find one thing that's out of your control. Admit to yourself it's out of your control and release its hold on you. Hopefully, after conquering that one thing, you'll be able to continue that journey of recognizing things that are in and out of your control and treating them as such. You will be a better man and a better father for it. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Stoic Fatherhood Podcast, and I hope you found it useful. Keep working on being the best dad you can be, and I hope you'll join me next week. Until then, take care. Thank you.